This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Scarlett and Dave. Guys, we have an efficient episode ahead of us, don't we? Yeah. Yes. This right. episode's going to go as fast as your house is being built right now, Aaron. People don't know about that yet, Dave. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's fine. Do we, do we have to edit that, or is that no, going to stay fine. in for fun? Okay, <laughs> no, we're right. going to leave that in. That's all, okay. that's it. Okay. Hi, everyone. So, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a it's a big week. You know, we're past spooky season. Um, as far as I know, nothing terrible happened. Um, we have something potentially terrible coming up. You know, the day after you listen to this. Um, so. That's all we're going to say about that. What's going on, Aaron? Well, I mean, there's an election coming up, yeah. so everybody knows. Oh, loses. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What do you, I was going to say, Aaron, what, what do you care? You're not voting, so it, it doesn't matter. I live here. It's taxation yeah, without here. representation, y'all. So, yeah, come you on. Get, you get, you, no, 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 no. But here's the deal it's like, it's like Tom Hanks at the end of spoiler alert by the way uh saving Pride ryan it's not a spoiler alert if it's 20 like three years old no. but um uh aaron you've, you have to earn this okay no i have to pay for it that's different <laughs> <laughs> well that's your way of earning it you got to pay for it that's that's uh that's that's american capitalism you have to earn this sort of thing if you really want to vote so could you theoretically if you went down the road could you vote four years from now is that potential um i will be if if we pursue citizenship we're eligible to start the process in about three and a half years so we're it it would be close yeah it's a maybe it depends on how fast naturalization takes at that point so (laughs) okay all right okay yeah so maybe as a last minute registration Okay. All right. Okay. Last minute registration. All right. So we'll see what's going to happen in the next four years. Lord knows. Will we all even be around? I don't know. I mean, I hear there's an asteroid hitting the earth on Wednesday. So I was, I mean, flip, I was flipping around earlier and Armageddon was on. So I'm just telling you, <laughs> I mean, if you see Bruce Willis Did running you want to close your eyes? <laughs> Aerosmith. You know, um, what's the, you know, their first big hit dream on was on the radio the other day. I'm like, and I, I was reminding Mal, Madeline was in the car with me. I'm like, you know, Malin, this is like the, you know, I think I may have referenced Armageddon, but it was also, you know, the rock and roller coaster at Disney because that's, you know, all Aerosmith yeah. songs. And, uh, <laughs> and and they sound so weird in that first song. But I haven't introduced any of the kids to Armageddon. I'm a little afraid of doing that. Um, it's, you should be. It's a Michael Bay movie. It's a yeah, but you know, but you can't look away, right? I mean, it's 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 so exciting and terrible. Um, it's like it's it's Nicolas Cage quality. Um, there is a lot of mega acting. Can you imagine if Bruce Willis's character had been played by uh, Nicolas Cage instead? It would, it would be something. It would be something. Then I started thinking Ben Affleck as his uh, son-in-law or whatever that would end up being. I don't know. Uh, that's a little strange. 
Scarlett, you're staring at us like, where are you guys no, going with this? I was just trying like, to remember yeah. what year that movie came out because I feel like I saw it, but I don't remember it at all. And I feel like maybe I was in high school. 95, 96? Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. So like middle school? I was a little child. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I saw it actually. There was like, there was like a slew. I mean, there, of course, there's every few years there's a bunch of disaster movies, but I think it was like Armageddon, Deep Impact came out. Um trying to think a few others but those were like the notable ones um during that time but it was yeah but hey you know it was an entertaining movie it's a i didn't know that there could be fires in space apparently that happens in armageddon i was i saw that when i'm like aren't they still in space i know they're on the asteroid but there's fires everywhere i didn't know there was oxygen uh but whatever i am not a scientist but um well that's okay michael uh, bay isn't either michael and... bay isn't either but it's okay yeah good times good times <laughs> all right you know well sorry, sorry go, go ahead. ahead no i just your boss is pacing outside of the window where i'm sitting right now <laughs> oh good oh good well he is my boss officially um on the day that everyone's listening to this <laughs> too oh. so oh okay so right. he's the boss to be right now that's right okay that's right okay. while we're recording this he's still the boss to be okay but by when you listen to this he'll be the boss now like let that go around in a loop a few times all right yes so, that's right okay. much like he's doing right now outside the window yeah. yes he's looping yep. <laughs> yeah with the, with the chickens the chickens are following him Mm-hmm. I I love that he does his calls pacing, and he's got mm-hmm. he's got yeah. a dog trail like a dog who uh, has an electric fence. You know, you see them; yes. they know they can't go any farther, so mm-hmm. they pace. So they uh, so there's like no grass where he walks. I presume. Right. Yes, it's. I gotta send you a picture. It's real. Yes, we're a little bit over animaled right now. I was telling Dave before you came on, Aaron, that he was like, "Oh, you're in a different room today because we're on Zoom," you know. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm in the same room, but I turned my the desk because there had to be some heavy duty cleaning of this floor because we are babysitting. I, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram. We're babysitting a 15 year old deaf blind dog who is on his last days. Like it's so, I mean, really, he's like. So you're hospice care for a dog? We are literally hospice care for a dog. It's our closest family friend. He's moving. And so for a month, basically, we have one more week, we've been taking care of the sweet dog. And it's like, um, yeah, he kind of destroyed this room. So I've just been moving things around. We're a little bit over animaled right now. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's very kind of you to do that. Um, well, you know, he's very that's... cute. He's five pounds. He's a tiny little Maltese. Oh, oh yeah. Maltese. Yeah. So dog tiny little thing. yeah, it's like a, you know, a dog rat cat. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah, something, something, (laughs) some combination of all. Anyway, I brought this up because books, right? Yes, yes. There you go. Because you, here's why. Here's the connection. You can't see the books behind me because I moved the desk. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. That was good. Well done. I was see. I was just gonna say. You know, we're not being very efficient right now because we started and then we had ten minutes of banter. But that's gonna be a transition. We have to absolutely. That's that's that's, absolutely. uh, That's 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 the gold, Jerry. Gold. That's um. right. So now that we are past, uh, we are past Halloween. Um, for the theology nerds, we're also past Reformation Day, which is also ha- Halloween. So all of your stores overnight turned into into winter wonderlands, um, and so. We, as a show, are going to begin a transition of of sorts in uh, in terms of our content for the next next few weeks. 
we're not going to be talking about Christmas all the time because I have rules about that. Um, instead, <laughs> instead, so we're going if, if I start decorating the house with Christmas, um, well, decorations, are you going to be like, not talk to me? Um, no, I'm just going to judge you silently. What, why don't we do some lead in <laughs> like Christmas music at some point? What, that can, that can only be done 12 days before Christmas. Is that right? Is That's that correct. Rule? That's correct. Days. Yes. Add some jingle bells to the intro music. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Go. That's a good day idea. There we go. But we have, uh, you know, USA style Thanksgiving coming up though. So that, that's yes, really. Yes, American that's, Thanksgiving is coming. Yes. Um, Canadian Thanksgiving has passed. And it's, uh, it's way too early. Way too early. It's Columbus Day, you know. Yeah. And it, it is a true harvest time because remember already now, as you're listening to this people, all of Canada is frozen. So they had to harvest <laughs> everything a few weeks earlier before there was a deep, like 2012 movie, like frozen tundra earth. That's basically what, what, what Canada looks like now. Dennis you're Wade's running around with a young Jake Gyllenhaal. It's frozen. It's not looking good all of Canada is moving south right now. And they really do. You know, every time I used to go visit my sister in uh, Fort Lauderdale, it would be, uh, I would always go like December, January and there. And, and so in Scarlet Nose, since that's, that's your stomping ground down that way. But uh, um, it would be all of these Canadians, most specifically the French Canadians with all of the older men wearing speedos which you can't uh unsee those things you can't remember them either no they yeah. can't i'm still haunted and my sister hasn't lived there for like 15 years but i am haunted by um all these french canadians that would visit uh miami fort lauderdale, fort lauderdale so i don't know why we're talking about this i don't that's I don't really know. my fault i don't for know this, this is horribly offensive oh, oh, on multiple levels Thanksgiving. Yeah, so That's let's be thankful. So here's yep. what you can be thankful for. You right. can be thankful that you're not reliving that experience right now, um, despite it being burned into your mind forever. However, what we can be thankful about, because we're a books podcast occasionally, um, <laughs> you know, we thought today we would be thankful for a bunch of different things over the, in fact, we're going to be thankful yeah. for a few different things over the next month or so. Yeah. Um, um, so one of those things that we are thankful about is uh, some people who are going to be joining us on the show sometime mm -hmm. in November. Mm -hmm. So we have we have some friends finally finally joining us for the first time and rejoining us. Um, so Jared Wilson is uh, going to be going to be hanging out with us in a couple of weeks. Uh, that's going to be really yeah. exciting because he's a good dude. We're and he's funny. We're, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about his, his new novel, Echo Island, which mm -hmm. uh, I'm halfway through. Are you done with it, Aaron? And Scarlett, uh, did you get it too? I got to it. Done. I haven't read it yet, but I'm okay. on it. I'm gonna read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, it's so far so good. Yeah, I'm really, really mm -hmm. liking it. Yeah, but this is intriguing. like his. This is like his 100th book he's written. Uh, you know, at this point. So this week, uh, yes. This week, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I think his second novel. I was trying to figure out because I thought he'd written one before. Okay. Yeah, second novel, first novel in print, though. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, the first well, one was cool. digital only. So okay, uh, and cool. it was good. So so that'll be cool. We also have Ronnie Martin finally uh, rejoining us. Yeah, so excited. I've never been on pod. I've never talked to him. 
in person, only on Twitter. So I'm very excited because uh, I'm a longtime fan. I mean, last time we talked to him is what <laughs> at TGC and it was like April, right? Yeah, TGC in April. And that was actually and that still to this day is one of our most listened to episodes on the on the show. All right. Yeah. So, so this is our this this is our special Christmas edition. Um, but then again, you will learn that every day is Christmas for Ronnie Martin. So you know, um, every day is Christmas for somebody. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, I'm sure we'll have some more special surprises too. You know, we're thankful for we're also thankful for um, for a new partnership that we get, don't get to talk about yet, just yet. So, but soon. Soon yeah. we'll talk about that. Soon, so soon. maybe like next that. week. I like that. But uh, but yeah. So you know, since we're since we're being thankful, since we are, since we like books, let's let's talk about being thankful for one of the people who helped us love books. So Scarlett, how about you go first? So Dave, were you the one? One of you texted that this was going to be a question we talked about, and I immediately thought of two people. The first person. Um, was a guy I went to school with, I guess I was in 10th grade and he was in ninth grade. And I still remember his paper. He wrote a paper called Blinky. And it was about the blinking line on a word document when you're about to write something. And um, the whole paper was about him not knowing what to write, but it was really, really funny and creative. And he was the first person I ever met who, I know I'm kind of answering this about reading, but he made me, I mean, writing, but he made me interested in both. Um, so I was already into English. I was in journalism class, I think at that point. And I had never met anyone who was writing funny things or who liked writing or, you know, it was just great. So, um, we, and he was like, Aaron, he kind of reminds me of you. He was like really into comic books and like everything he loved to read. I was not interested in at all. No offense (laughs) to everything you ever talk about reading. Um, but it was like, there's only, there's only minor offense taken at that. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, (laughs) I'm also not interested in anything my husband reads. So anyway, um, yeah, he didn't anything he was ever reading. I was not interested in, but I loved his writing. And so he kind of made me more interested in reading and writing. And then my English teacher, Miss Yates, who, man, she just, she taught literature and writing. And she's like the first person who made me want to be a writer and um, I'm, I'm answering this wrong. I'm talking about writing, but it all fits together. Cause I got interested in reading at the same time as I was interested in writing. So Miss mm-hmm. Yates and Raul are the two. Nice. That's awesome. And I mean, and I've said, um, what's his name? The catcher in the rye, JD Salinger, yeah. which, mm-hmm. you know, that he made me interested in writing and reading too, because, and I've said this on the podcast before, but that was the first book I read, you know, very young where I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, you can write in a casual tone it doesn't have to be formal it doesn't have to be historical or textbook you know yes so yeah yeah or you can just not use uh quotation marks like cormac mccarthy just because you're cormac mccarthy you know because you can just choose not to it doesn't matter what (laughs) you know i I would love to get to that stage as a writer where when i can just ignore rules of punctuation and just do whatever i want in general can't you just imagine that conversation? Like his editor received the manuscript and, and like, uh, Mr. McCarthy, uh, yeah, you're kind of missing some things here and oh, I'm not missing anything. What are you talking about? You know, I'm sure that, that the only response is you're fired. Get me a new one. <laughs> I think I abuse creative license for sure. 
for sure. Like I, I do fragments all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And, and like whenever I'm doing an article, like it's different with books because the editor kind of knows your style. But when mm-hmm. I'm doing articles, I frequently like it, it'll come out and then I'll email and be like, Hey, can that smiley face go back in there? <laughs> I, know that it's, I know it's an article. I know it's a formal yeah. article, but I need that smiley, please. And they usually say yes. <laughs> or they'll let me keep one yeah that's oh, fair i love that i love that oh aaron what about you man that's oh, good scar i love that that's a good that's a good history there yeah, yeah. well no. so it's a little bit difficult because i actually can't remember a time when i didn't enjoy reading and so because they were just book books and literature and all kinds of stuff was just always around all the time and so whether it was uh, whether it was comics or um, which I mean were, are some of the, the first things that I have vivid memories of reading, um, including as as we've discussed in the past, um, you know, a what if a Marvel what if comic where Conan the Barbarian uh, is transported into then modern day New York City. <laughs> um, so it was super weird, but it was great. Uh, so things like that were were just always around. I mean, I loved going to. I always loved going to a bookstore. One of the first times I got lost at the mall was because I went to the bookstore by myself and I couldn't find anybody else uh, that I came with. Um, the uh, what else? Uh, but I mean, like when I was in my middle school through through like early high school years. Uh, one of the things that my mom and I would always do is, is we would go just about every Friday to the library. And so we would just go, we would, um, we would get a bunch of books each and she'd get what she wanted. I'd get what I'd get, whatever nerdy stuff I wanted. And, uh, and that's what we would do. Mm, I love that. There, there is, um, I'm glad you mentioned your mom, you know, cause immediately with mine too, it's my mom. I, I would add my grandmother on there too. I think that's the first time I visited. She took us to one of those bookmobiles, mm-hmm. you know, came to the neighborhood type thing. And nice. um, I don't know. Do they, I mean, I know, um, there are some private bookstores that do that, but I haven't, I don't know if our library in our area has a bookmobile, but, but I've never actually works. seen a bookmobile before. You haven't? Oh, no. yeah. I mean, it's just a man, just think food truck, but put books inside. That's Ooh. pretty much what it is. Um, and um, now what I have seen is more um, food truck style bookstores that are selling books though yes. um, i've even seen those in everything from new york city to um to uh a few other places here you know so parnassus here in town will have they have their bookmobile and they'll go to places and sell i think that's how they set up for um at least not this year but the southern festival of books which yeah. is only happening digitally unfortunately but uh, but yeah, no, I know. But yeah, there's just something about that. I, I hear you. Like the, it takes someone taking you on this kind of treat uh, to to go to somewhere fun. And I I love what you know that that journey to a bookstore to see all this information in front of you, where it's just like Discovery City. You can just be entertained for hours. It's essentially it's like probably how people look at Netflix. You know, in terms of for movies or television, like you could go on forever, just keep going looking for shows. Well, books, you know, obviously, you know, however hundred, how many hundreds of thousands of books are in a library, it's kind of fun to get lost in that scenario. So I did when I was voting, um, 
uh, I guess it's been a week or two ago now. I, you know, it's at our, uh, the early voting was at our library. <laughs> so here they are like winding us through all of the aisles and like it was moving fast enough to the point where I never got to like stop and like truly like look at some of the books, but it was kind of fun. Like this lady was having a ball in front of me, just like, Hey, look at a book. It's like, Oh wait, we got to move. So you got to put the book back. So then we get the cooking section and she was just having a ball uh, with that. And uh, so it was, uh, it was fun. So yeah, I'm with you, man. It takes uh yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful for being introduced to that as being a normal thing uh, to where I still have that same joy whenever I go and do everything from a bookstore to a library. Um, I'll say this other thing. The first time I remember uh, it was after it's when I fell in love with reading. It wasn't until after college. So I'm 22 and I um, go over to my friend Ann Simon's house There's a few of us over there. And I th- our dad had this like amazing book collection. He was an attorney. So he was a big reader and I think that's when I discovered um, uh, the Stephen Ambrose book, Undaunted Courage. That's the first book I borrowed it from the, from him, and uh, and that's the first time I read. And that's why I can say, man, okay, I'm I became a reader definitively after reading that book. Um, I would never have said that about myself before then. I just I read some books, but I never called myself a reader. And um, so, th- also the power of a big physical library. Again, there's nothing, I don't have a problem if you've got a Kindle that's full of thousands of books. I think that's also equally awesome, but man, and the impression of a really good library in your home, <coughs> sorry, um, that is, uh, that is, yeah, lovely. And it is. Uh, yeah, it really, it really is. I, uh, I, I, I have so much fun when I come into someone's house and I notice, oh, wow, they've got this, huge uh, setup. So, um, you know, I'll say this, we just finished a part of our den. It was like, we renovated a house years ago and we never finished the den part. It's just another room that we were going to put bookshelves in. We finally did. So it's, uh, it now is, we got to paint a little bit, but for the most part, it'll be ready for winter time to start making more of the reading home, I should say. So I'm excited about that. That's Very really grateful. cool. Very grateful. Yeah. It start. We started on it, by the way, at the beginning of COVID, and the guy who is uh, doing literally the bulk of the work. He was awesome. He um, he had some people on his uh, some other carpenters. Got he. I think he got COVID oh, early no. on. And remember, early on, it was even more frightful. You didn't even know what what it was. But uh, so it was delayed many, many, many months. So here yeah. we are. Yeah. So, well, I'm I'm glad you're almost there. Man, because that is yes. a huge, huge, huge thing. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. there we go, man. I know. Very cool. Very it's cool. Fun. All right, dude. So, what what are you reading right now? What do you got? Oh man. Well, um, I'm finishing up Echo Island. Um, so I should be all done that very, very soon. I have. I've been enjoying it a lot. I've just been having a hard time, you know, sitting sitting down and just reading anything. Um, yeah largely just because of the like getting ready to transition jobs it's just trying to get everything done and you know headspace is kind of all over the place but uh i've got that and i've got barnabas's barnabas's book that um you know i read my advance my advanced copy of but i want to read actually as a physical book so it's um 
it it is a, it's a lovely book as well and very encouraging in these unprecedented times or uncertain times <laughs> no i think i i think that's a reread book i'm going to put it in that category um not just because we love barnabas but also like it's sorry we need to be reminded that um uh happiness is good of course it is but it's more um um i think it's very easy to be cynical right now and yes. uh and uh but also to appreciate the goodness that god gives us too so yeah there you totally go. totally what about you uh I'm still in the middle of echo island um our discipleship group is reading uh questioning evangelism mm. by randy newman um every time i hear the guy's name randy newman i just think you've got a friend in me <laughs> even it was it was so funny because another guy in my group like when we heard like someone said hey make sure you go buy this book because we're going to read it in the next module and all i see is randy newman and both of us chime in with uh gifts of randy newman singing that song that's amazing <laughs> you know? they're like not that randy newman some different other guy one. Different, different one, one. yeah <laughs> but uh so yeah that's that's also on my list i had put aside uh the second book of the wing feather saga north or be eaten because i realized i needed to get in a zone for that and I'm not there. Just like your um, Echo Island's a really quick read, I've noticed. So, I mean, I read the first 100 pages in one sitting. Um, so, I'll probably finish that this weekend. And uh, yeah, it'll yeah, be a fast so, read for you. It's, it's, it's solid. I like it. So. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. I'm to think, last, yeah. And then I'll say the last one, I think we talked, I mean, I talked about last week, but I finished it was, uh, the wild and crazy guys, the uh, SNL. Well, that's so fun about all the uh, uh, the male comedians from SNL from the seventies and eighties. And oh, it's it's nostalgic. I have read a few fan books on Caddyshack and Animal House, so I knew it. It always explains a lot of things going on in their careers too. So there, I I learned enough new things to be solidly entertained, but. It was also amusing to be, it was read, the audiobook was read by, um, what's his name? Not Curtis Anderson, but Curtis, uh, is Booger, Booger from Curtis Revenge Armstrong. Curtis Armstrong. There you go. Hello, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> so he has that nasally voice. And all I do is think of him as yeah. Booger Presley, uh, from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> I wonder how he feels about that. How do you think he feels about oh, that? Oh, I think he owns it. I think, you know what? Hey, if, if you got a character that is beloved, then, um, you know, you just got to own it. He's a, he's somebody from the 80s. I mean, he was fun in one crazy summer. He was fun in that. He, he he's he, yeah. He he just and he's been in some dramatic roles too later on. So he's a. Uh, oh, but here's one thing that was funny. All, all of those guys who's who transitioned to drama made it. You know, I mean, essentially, like they creatively could yeah. not sustain themselves in comedy. It was made for that era. Not that they couldn't do comedy, but they couldn't do strictly the screwball comedy for so long. Like that era was made for that type of, of a movie, but it, toward the late eighties, that's not what people wanted anymore. And they had to evolve Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd. I mean, they were all Oscar nominated people. I mean, Eddie Murphy, uh, I mean, he tried, he wasn't as good, I think in that era, but uh Bill Murray, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Um, I love. I just love how unpredictable Bill Murray is. So I do too. I'm waiting for him to just randomly like, you Show know, up. zoom bomb our our podcast yes. just for fun. Because yes, 
Yes. That could happen. But yeah, and if you ever read in the internet, all these things of Bill Murray like showing up in like bars with people and he'll take their phone from them. And then he'll just write in, or he'll like do something extraordinary, like it's two people eating dinner. And he'll just leave a note and says, you'll never be able to prove to anyone else that this happened. <laughs> something like that, <laughs> you know, but come with me. We we're going to have fun tonight. You know that. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. I love that. So yep. I, I think he knows what he's doing and it's legendary. And I, I, we approve about that. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. All right, man. Well, you know, this is a really good short episode for us. So we are going to call it for today. So uh, thanks for hanging out. And thank you all for listening to this episode. You guys know what to do. Five stars, ratings, reviews, robot dances, whatever you feel like. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.